0: Welcome to Hasidus to Nourish Your Soul podcast. So in part one of choosing the king, we explained a parable of a king coming into the country and different people choosing different ministers and generals. And uh, only one wise person chose the king. And we explained that so too the Gentiles choose the different uh, forces of nature and different uh, different. Um, aspects and of, uh, to, to serve, whether it's the sun, it's the moon, etc. And only the Jew is wise and he chooses the king himself. He chooses Hashem. Now we're going to explain this on a deeper level. And we're going to explain that the difference between those choosing the ministers and those and the one choosing the king is not a difference between a Jew and a Gentile, but this can even be within the Jewish people themselves. A person can choose Hashem because he wants to be connected to the ministers, or he can choose Hashem because he wants to be connected to Hashem Himself. Meaning that these ministers, until now, we understood they're referring to forces of evil, which is connected to the idol worship of a Zara, what the Gentiles are serving. But in truth, we can explain and interpret that these ministers are actually referring to aspects and attributes and different ideas which represent great and holy, godly levels that are so close and one with Hashem and nullified to Hashem. And um, this is what it's referring to when it says the different ministers. So to, to prove this, we bring a second mushal. Another parable of a king who is making a party, and at the for this party he invites all his important ministers and important servants, and they all join in in the king's party, but at the same time there's also lowly servants, simple people that are just working in the palace, and not only that there's also dogs that that are part of the, uh, the palace um, workings, that they all also benefit from the party. So the, the simple workers, they are working in like, lowly jobs of the palace and they don't get invited to the king's banquet. Rather, they, get better, they gain from the banquet from the leftovers, but goes back into the kitchen. They, go, they can go in and take whatever is there. And, I don't, and even the dogs, they will get the bones from the leftovers of the banquet and they also party. And they also all get excited from this, this banquet that the king is making. So although the benefit from this party is gaining all the different levels of ranks within the king's palace... But obviously, when the king made the, pal- the banquet, he did not have in mind that the dogs and the lowly servants should, ha- should benefit and should, should enjoy it. His main intention was for the ones that he invited to the banquet, which is his important ministers and, and, and servants, which he felt are deserving of sitting by his table. So similarly, this idea explains another concept, which is that Hashem, the way he gives to the holy servants and angels and, and um, attributes and um, holy worlds that receive from Hashem because they're totally connected to Hashem and nullified to Hashem they receive in a very close connection to Hashem Hashem desires to give them they, it's like the party they're invited guests to the party But then you have the forces of evil that exist and they are not deserving to sit at the king's party because they are separate from the king. They want they have their own agenda, their own ideas, and therefore they don't get divided to the king's party, but they do benefit from the party. They get it from from the kitchen, from the leftovers, but sometimes they even gain more than the people sitting at the table because those that are sitting at the table have to follow table manners and they can only, they get a certain portion, but those getting in the kitchen can party and have as much as they want. There's no limitations and there's no rules. There's no guidelines of how they have to eat in proper manners, etc. They can do whatever they want and even the dogs, they can enjoy the the bones on the floor, etc. So this is representing the, the forces of evil that benefit from Hashem. So we have here, what we see is that the ministers that are sitting at the king's table are the ones that are representing holy in the, in the, in the, in the, the um, moral and the lesson from this, this um, parable, we see that it's referring to levels of holiness. Those that are close to the king, that are totally nullified to the king, and they are receiving directly from the king's table. Which means to tell us that when we said in the other mushal about the, uh, the, the ministers that are with the king, and this one chooses this minister, and that one's choosing the other minister, it's not necessarily referring to uh, complete evil it can be referring to actually levels within holiness that are totally connected to Hashem and nullified to Hashem. And yet, they want to be connected and they want to attach themselves to these different levels. Instead of connecting to the king himself, they want to have a connection to these different uh, elements, these different uh, levels of holiness and godliness. And this is the idea where you have some people, you have people that choose Hashem, they're serving Hashem, they're doing everything, but they're doing it for for other reasons. They're doing it because they want benefits from these levels of holiness, which is, would be Ganeidin, they want to have paradise, they want to enjoy the pleasures of godliness and holiness when the, in the afterlife, or they, they want Olam Haba, which is after Mashiach comes, they want those, those benefits that they're going to gain at that time, um, or higher levels of Ganeidin, they, they want spiritual benefits. So if, if that's the reason why they are Serving Hashem, it's again because they want these different ministers, they want these benefits that they can gain as opposed to connecting to the king himself. And this is similar to another marshal, where you have the king makes an open invitation to anyone who wants to come into his palace. And you have those that, that, that come in and they, they, they get distracted by the beauty of the palace, those that get distracted by the music that it's playing, those that get distracted by the food that the king serves, but only the wise person goes to the king himself. So even though all these different aspects of the king's palace and the, that, he's, that he's displaying, they all are a display of the king's wealth and, and power, but only the wise person doesn't get distracted and focuses on the king himself and goes to the throne room and meets the king himself. So similarly, um, the, the Altareb said in his... Uh, the vacas, when he was totally in a trance and connecting to Hashem on a very, very deep level, he was able to let go of his physical existence and, and, and consciousness and he was just totally one with Hashem. At that moment, he used to say, uh, I don't want anything of yours, Hashem. I don't want your Ganadian, I don't want your Elam Haba. All I want is you alone. That means the ultimate connection of you know, Jew and Hashem is where he wants Hashem himself from nothing Else, for no benefit, for no um, reward, it's just for Hashem himself. And that's what our goal is. Although we may not be on the level of the Alter Rebbe, the author of the Tanya, but we uh, glean and we understand some idea an idea that what is the ultimate service of Hashem is to let go of all these other aspects and just serve Hashem for Hashem himself. So according to this, we have two interpretations of this medrash, of this uh, in parable. One is referring to Jew versus Gentile, one choosing Hashem, the other one choosing uh, the forces of evil. And then you have a Jew within the Jewish people themselves. You have a Jew who's choosing Hashem for the purpose of benefits, for Gan for the Ilam and, Haba and the different ministers. And then you have the Jew that's choosing Hashem for Hashem himself and that's the ultimate purpose, that's the ultimate goal to serve Hashem. These two interpretations are actually connected. Because The fact that a Jew serving Hashem for the purpose of benefits means that he's giving validation, he's giving credit to something which is not Hashem himself. Why would he do that? Why would he want something outside of Hashem instead of choosing Hashem himself? That is because he'd rather be himself and not have to totally nullify himself to Hashem. When you are attaching yourself to Hashem's essence, you lose your identity. But this person doesn't want to do that. He wants to still be his own... Uh, um, person with his own feelings and his own mind and he doesn't want to have to totally lose himself. And therefore, he chooses something secondary to Hashem and doesn't choose the primary, he doesn't choose Hashem himself. So similarly, this is in a very subtle way, it's, it's an idea of, of idol worship because what's idol worship? We're choosing something which is not Hashem, something which is nothing, which is, not, 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 is has, a, has a secondary power Uh, it's all coming from Hashem, but you're choosing that because you don't want to have to serve Hashem. You don't want to have to be nullified to Hashem. You want to have your own identity and your own uh, uh, self um, benefits and and pleasures. So similarly, this person is on a much more loftier level. He's, he's, He's doing what Hashem wants. He's connecting to Hashem and he's doing all these holy things, but the fact that he's doing it not for Hashem himself, but for his own benefit means that he is thinking of himself as opposed to thinking about Hashem. He's looking for his own benefits. It's just that he's more on a spiritual level. He appreciates spiritual benefits. While the Gentile, choosing the Avayazara, the idol worship, is on a lower level, and he doesn't appreciate, doesn't understand that he he only wants, he he is thinking about his own physical benefits. One is thinking about spiritual benefits, one is thinking about physical benefits, but ultimately they're both thinking about something other than Hashem himself. So, therefore, if a person is not going to try to um, focus and try to elevate himself to to become that type of Jew, which is connecting to Hashem himself, if you're not, you don't have that aspiration, then what could happen is that right now you're on that higher level, you appreciate that you should serve Hashem for spiritual benefits, but it can be possible that that one thing can lead to the other, that eventually a person can start to believe that actually maybe I should work, look for physical benefits and start serving other things, other than Hashem, meaning, and, and let go of Hashem himself. So therefore, a person has to try to elevate himself to make sure that he's focused on Hashem himself. That, that is how you truly negate any aspect of avoid Zara. Now the fact that a Jew is choosing Hashem, this is because he has a connection from his neshama. And his neshama comes from the inner connection to Hashem. That's why he has that appreciation. A guy on the other hand, does not have that connection with inner connection to Hashem. And therefore, he doesn't understand that there's something more. He doesn't understand that you can let go of your own... Uh, benefits and your own agenda and you could totally connect to Hashem and let go of yourself. A guy cannot appreciate that, but a Jew has that ability to elevate himself to that level, at least to some degree, to appreciate the service of Hashem for Hashem himself and for, not for any other aspect, even for the greatest benefits of rewards in Ganeid and D'Nanaylam Habo. Thank you very much for listening to Chassidus to Nourish Your Soul podcast. Wishing you a wonderful day.